Conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro is a production of EI Publishing in association with EI Alliance, copyright 2018. Visit eipublishing.com for more. Music for this series is courtesy of New Threads, copyright 2018, from their self-titled album, Available Now. This is Julie Benetti, and I'm here with Susan Barbaro, and we are walking the streets of Salem right before Halloween. We just came from Mercy Tavern. Big shout out to Ashley and Adam. Ashley came all the way out from Ohio to see her brother and uh, spotted a few tarot cards for her. She was excited about that. Yeah, that's a plug for me. (laughs) Yeah, here we are walking around Salem just exploring the energy. Yeah, like everybody here is kind of having fun and as we we get to walk a little faster, it looks like Santa Claus is following us. Well, there's always either Frankenstein, Santa Claus, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera, or a couple of people with bloody makeup on following you when you're hanging out in Salem when it's pre-Halloween. But well, we're actually looking, as we always do, to get into the energy. And we are in the energy, and this is really cool. And what I was saying to you before when we did our podcast on Salem was that the energy here is just cool to walk on the cobblestones. Here we are walking on the cobblestones. We're right in front of Pickering Wharf. And there's immensity of energy here. There's tons of people if you go further down where Essex Street is. But here we are, just exploring. We're just we're just passing the uh, Hawks House here, and there's a lot of historical homes here right in front of Pickering Wharf because it's along the shoreline. And there's a lot of like crazy energy. You're looking off. It's dark back there behind the houses, and this is really the spirit of Salem. When you get, and I was saying to you before, when you get in the space between. Mm-hmm. And the space between is all the space between the craziness of the costumes, the craziness Mm -hmm. of the fanfare. I mean, you go down to where the park is, you go down to where the witch museum is. And where the witch museum is, the cool part about that is there's like, you know, it's like a little amusement park area. There's fried (laughs) dough, you know, you can get, what what is it, a a sub sausage sandwich or whatever the heck it is. Sausage, peppers, and onions, which is the (laughs) favorite of the Italians within us. And that's what you were, you know, thinking about. Hey, should I eat that tonight? Instead, we stopped there at Mercy Tavern. And, and we got walking. to hang out with some folks from Ohio that made fun of your Boston accent. There you go. <laughs> and we're now in front of, is this the Custom House? Yes, it is. You know, you walk through and it's like really kind of spooky when you look at it. What's that on the top? It's like a golden crest of the uh, eagle. eagle. It's an eagle. And it's... Um, and the rest of it's pretty yeah it is the yeah it is the custom house and the cool part about salem too is you can take any of those historical tours but you can also just walk the streets yourself and stand in front of these buildings and think about the time period when these people actually lived in these buildings and this building the custom house is facing the water Right. It's so you can imagine right. that, of course, it must have been related to a captain or you right. know someone who's right. obviously involved with the sea. Right. And it's it's pretty old. <laughs> Let me tell you, looking at it, the way that shutter is and that right that it's not completely you know flat. Yeah. Makes you wonder. You're right. You're right. And you know, it's funny because we passed the Hawthorne Hotel earlier and they did some Halloween decorations where there was some like maniac guy. Remember the print I showed? Yes. It looked up on the third yeah. floor floor. Yeah. And yeah, it looked yeah, like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like a murderer in the window, but that was just a Halloween decoration. But yes. Here you can feel the energy of it. And I mean, that's, and that's really of cool. course what we're really more interested in. Right. We're not interested in the fanfare and 
I'm not interested in the, um, you know, the, the hoopla, if I want to call it that. <laughs> it's actually getting a little bit more quieter now because we waited to be, you know, before we did the podcast to give it a little bit of time. And it's, you know, around after 9 p.m. It's 10.30. It's, oh, okay, it's way after 9 p.m. It's 10.30 and we're really in the vibes of the energy where we yes. are here on Pickering Wharf walking around. And we're sharing that with you because our podcasts are about energy. So, Julie, let me ask you, when you were walking through here, and we just actually got off of some of the uh, brick pathways, and now it's a little bit more, um, you know, cement. What is, what is it that you feel when you go through here? Well, the, the feeling is comes from a sensation of the actual sensual part of it. And the sensual part of it is what I smell. I smell the leaves. I almost smell the ancestry of the element of it being the wharf right here and being where all kind of the, the shipments came in where the industry occurred where there's a lot of side streets mm-hmm. and where some cool stuff is going on so part of what i um i get is that when we're talking about the wharf and of course we have people walking by so we stop every now and then because we don't want them to listen they don't get the benefit because they're not listening but it's also just an energy of the history i mean mm. it goes so far back i mean i i would you know i guess i should have done more of my homework but i could have <laughs> given a you know a date for when the stuff you know started but this house like like we're right in front of right here i don't know what the we're name of the Hodges house court i don't know what the name of this house is but it gives you that sense of i mean, I mean you can almost feel the energy of people waiting just sitting there and waiting for their loved ones to come back mm, and you hit it explicitly of, of what the feeling is of the energy here mm-hmm. of that and also kind of the magic of the history and the legacy that goes back through the ancestry of everybody who lived here who worked here who you know experienced whatever was going on here and and you know there's people having fun and that's awesome but the truth of the matter is that you know all that having fun is really based in real stuff that occurred you know as we walk through and and you know you walk through certain parts and it's Salem like you're walking through and you can feel the energy of you know the fear of what people were going through during that time of the witch trials and who's going to be you know charged with being a witch and it's kind of funny because like you said you know you feel that and you feel the energy like coming up from the ground and I've said that before and then you know some hokey costume person in a costume walks by with makeup and something (laughs) else on and you think really yeah but you know that's the fun of Halloween versus Samhain so you know yeah so you're gonna have to at some point have to discuss what that what that actually means because I don't really know what that means and that's just a, you know a generation of the pre-celebration of, of what you know Halloween was before before it became Halloween and so past all the crazy hoopla because it is today is what Friday oh, night before Halloween Friday night before Halloween so and, and we are in and it is 1030 and so we got a lot of drunk people <laughs> that are going to be going by it's the 27th the hole. it's a really cool bottle liquor place you can get uh, lottery tickets liquor in there it's yeah. a really fun yeah. place yeah. a pack of gum <laughs> we're going to take a left and go down I think into Pickering Wharf um, there's a great little coffee shop there but I'm not drinking coffee no Hey, Julie, do you remember the old Tootsie Roll Pop commercial? It's how many bites does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? Oh, yes. Okay, you do remember that. How many rings does it take to get someone to answer the door on Halloween? Depends on if you have candy or not. Well, how many clicks does it take to get the Halloween trivia ebook? Just a one. Just a one. Get yours today.
Hey, it's Julie here, and we have to do this interruption really quick because we only have a couple of seconds because we're interrupting some good content, wouldn't you say? I'd say. And what are we interrupting for? That was too long of a gasp. We're interrupting to say we have ebooks, books, and podcasts galore. So there is a uh, ghost story here about someone who fell over or something who was drunk or fell over into the water. God, it must be so weird. Maybe here, just on Halloween, do you want to... That's the church you walk into to see if you're going to go into flames because you're a rich man. Really? No, I just say that, but... Jeez. Woo! These people must hate this time of year. It's life they get to... Here we are back. We're at the Salem Witch Trials Memorial. Right. In where there's a stone um, placed out in a really beautiful way for each of the people that was accused of witchcraft. And you really have to come here to see it, to feel it. But there is a house in the back, just behind it, that we have um, both had a, a, an interesting vibe to and this actually as I stand here there's been two or three people that have stopped and have said the same thing that you know they get a really weird or creepy vibe is what they said mm, there's some interesting a lot of people are taking pictures of it as well it's right adjacent to it yeah so we're at a point where all of a sudden we're gonna start having the uh, we're gonna have another tour come through oh we are okay. yeah as these people who are dressed completely... Oh, maybe not a tour. Maybe they're finishing. <laughs> so Is at this point, we can go ahead and walk right to the Witches Memorial. We're going to kind of walk through it and share the energy with you. Because it is pretty startling. Because all these people were condemned to witchcraft when they didn't actually perform it. Well, that Yet we know. stayed true. Right, but they that could have worked know. with herbs. They could have worked with things. And it was a different so contemplation of it. Oh, and it's actually bordering, you know, a graveyard right behind. And you can see all the kitschy stuff further as there's dry gas and stuff being released into the air as they're performing other stuff. And you can also see a, a group of people dressed in costume that are going through that are looking at each one and stopping at each point to just acknowledge the name on the, the stone. Right. And, and that's important. Sometimes uh, we include candles or there's Bridget Bishop. She was hanged June 10th, 1692. And you can hear in the background people being loud and having fun. And But there is, here's Sarah Good, hanged yeah, Sarah June Good ten, hanged. Uh, 19th. July 19th. Okay. <laughs> 1692. <laughs> Here's Elizabeth Howe. She was hanged July 19th, 1692. We're going to stop here for a minute because we're really at the, uh, where the grave is. Right, and we're kind side. of the vortex right behind it is a graveyard. A lot of people go there and do rubbings, but there's also a lot of energy. And then kind of 
acknowledged there as well. And then behind us is um, the back of the Peabody Essex Museum, but then there's also another one of the houses. I'm not sure which one you probably, Julie, would know. Looks like it could be the House of Seven Gables or no, you know, the one of the... Nathaniel Hawthorne's house. Oh, there you go. Down where we were. Oh. <laughs> but this one is really cool too because this is the one that people take photos of because you kind of see something going on in there and you're not sure what it is. Energy right. or what. We're going to continue on. As we have lots of people going by us that are all dressed up looking at us funny. And there's Susanna Martin. Right, dressed up looking at us funny because we're not dressed up. That's exactly. <laughs> or, are we? Or, 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 yeah, exactly. And uh, of course we can't name all of the people here with um, stones dedicated to them as the memorial, but it is pretty poignant. Rebecca Nurse is here as well, hanged July 19th, 1692. And when you get into the energy and the vibe of this, you almost want to take a couple seconds, put your hand on the stone, and just look out towards the graveyard behind them and just feel the presence. Well, again, sometimes to me it's just a feeling of understanding of what they went through, the fear and the craziness and the hysteria and just being in the space during that time. It's just unimaginable what must have gone, been going through their minds. So, you know, what's interesting is, you know, as we, we're looking at the, the graveyard and we're looking at the stones, certain people that are dressed up kind of come by and, you know, make their presence known as if to say, hey, look at me. Like, bang in there. there there's one person went by, he's got a big staff in his hand and he, like, bangs it against the ground as if to say, you know, here I am. It was fascinating is along the way, there's nothing that they're understanding of what's going on around them. They're making, they're, they're having fun which is fine but you it's really hard to stay concentrated in that space of the energy right and it's funny too because sometimes you know you don't know if the person is banging it to give acknowledgement to the stone you don't know if they're just banging it because they want attention you don't know you know what the situation is a lot of times these stones have you know a lot of junk on them that has to be cleaned off which is really sad because you don't really come here to party you come here to honestly pay respect to people that stood really firm on their principles of who they were right rather than who they weren't. <laughs> well, I think it's just a matter of, like anything else in life, that people just knew who they were. Or not. But when I look at some of these other people, I mean, you don't know what they're thinking. No. No, you don't. You don't. And as we walk through the Witch Memorial, people often leave flowers, letters, notes, sometimes from ancestors, especially at this time, with some feeling or sentiment. And it's really, it could be an emotional moment walking through the memorial, especially when you can kind of get it when there are no tours going on and there's just a little bit of silence in between each stone as you see the name and you see what kind of death they experienced and the date of it. It's, it's very poignant to the experience of Salem. This is Giles Corey Stone, and this is the gentleman who was pressed to death by the weight of stone where he kept on saying, more weight, more weight holding steadfast to the fact that he wasn't a witch. Hi, this is Julie here with Susan, and I have to ask you, what's one of the favorite books that we've written together? Which one would you say? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations, mm -hmm. because you tricked me into writing it, <laughs> and it wrote itself, and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. What you know, you? I agree with you. I love Energetic Invocations, and I love the invocations because they're really powerful, and I love the way it slides into the Endra book. So the Endra scripts is really fun as well. So I agree with you. Yep, awesome. So Julie, we wrote 10 plays of the Endra scripts. Yes. 
Do they seem believable to you? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? They're a hoot. I relive them most of the time. <laughs> but they're not traditional magic scripts. No, they're not. It's real magic based and in energy. It's cool stuff. And everybody can do it. That's right, everybody can. Tarot cards are a cool tool to open up and expand your intuition. In fact, the major arcana, the picture cards, are said to follow the stages of life from birth to death and beyond. In the same way, Susan and I blocked out the experience of life into parts, self, journey, people, environment, and world in our book, Energetic Invocations, A Book of Vibrational Change. Each part intensely explores aspects of the life experience. But don't take my word for it. Check it out on Amazon. Download the parts as an ebook or get the whole book available now. Here we are walking through Essex Street. There's a lot of activity going on, but there could be more. <laughs> there could always be more. This place is crazy. We left um, the witch's uh, memoriam just to find that there were a couple of people we decided to sit down because they were so drunk, and uh, which was fine. That's the way it goes. Well, and now it's there's not a cool to sit on. No, it's not at all. But we just were like, stones, you know, yeah. that's you just got to walk away sometimes right. and just let it go. Because there are always locals here that'll tell them more the way. That's it is. right. The and good we ran luck into to a them. great one along the way. Oh who, my God! Uh, caught someone peeing in the trees and around. Well, the she went up to one of the the tours. One of the tours she had. She sat there and told them where they were wrong, and she was right. <laughs> All right, that's how it works here in Salem. Yeah, and, and that's what—that's the fun energy of it as well. Exactly, because there's a lot of people that you know kind of transplant themselves in here, and then there are a lot of locals that say, "Nope, this is the history. This is the and, way it is." And we're work, we're walking our way across, and we're finding the Salem Psychic Fair. And Witch's Market. And this place, if you can hear in the background, is packed. <laughs> they are packed. Everyone's here for a psychic reading. And yet no one's willing to take the, you know, take the time to walk and feel what they feel on their own. And when you're walking on the, the, the uh, cobblestone bricks here on Essex Street, you can really feel some cool energy. You really can. Whatever you want to say, if you move past all the hokey... And for some reason, Teletubbies are big this year. There's a lot of Teletubby costumes. A couple of dinosaurs. Yeah. Stuffed dinosaurs. I don't know what that's about. Was that but Barney? I don't know. I thought it was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So I've been a little bit astonished with the Frankenstein. That was the first one I saw when I walked, and I was like, whoa. And there's a couple of witches. This one with a, a hat that's probably four feet long above her head. There you go. So this is interesting. Probably a bought one, not a made one. Oh, then, God. Oh, okay. wait a minute. And then to the right is a group of another coven. And as we sit and discuss Walk and this, discuss. <laughs> they, they all look at each other as if, who are you? Are you part of our coven or not? Oh, and this gets, and there's a ton of witches dressed full regalia. We're right in front of the historical Almy's Clock. You see the Almy's clock? There hasn't been an Almy's around in forever. And wh where did the clock come from? 
from Elmy's when there was an Elmy's here. Remember Elmy's? A L M Y S. Oh my God! It was like a, a five and dime store. Oh, I remember Elmy's. Isn't that like a skincare product company <laughs> no, or something? No. I don't know, but Elmy's. it's a very historical element to say oh, Elmy. Here it is know on that. Essex Street. <laughs> Pretty quiet, all by itself in its own costume, yeah. standing there. And we got our, as everyone's screaming the, in the background. The police officers right next to us, and they're they're keeping everything. Oh, they're great. In line. The Salem police are great. Yep. They're keeping everybody in yep. line, which they is wonderful. They do a wonderful. great job. Yep. yep, they do a great job. So, so we're ending our uh, Salem podcast here. We passed the Gulu Gulu, took a picture for some folks at the uh, Samantha Stevens Bewitched statue. Yep. Now we're just heading back. I can see my little car sitting there. Waiting <laughs> to be, it's just waiting to be called upon. Yeah, they had the streets closed and now they opened them up. They're really good. We, we talked to a couple of uh, great Salem police officers here. They're really good at moving the traffic. So we're going to try to figure out where we're going to end with the energy of this. Maybe when we go back, we'll have a little quick conversation or conversation in the car, maybe. Yes, why not? That's perfect as we drive through Salem making our exit, much like a broomstick. (laughs) So here we are making our exit from Salem. All in all, that was a very energized trip, wouldn't you say, walking along the streets? Absolutely. The people made it fascinating, fun, and entertaining, and uh, the energy was had the ground raised to lift and meet our feet. I agree with you. I agree with you. For me, it was all about the energy and the space between, and that's and that's what the exotic part of Salem is, at least for me. So put all the costumes aside. You just be there with who you are, and you express yourself in the energy, and it's a pretty cool place. Yeah. So I also think some of the people there are a little bit crazy. I'm all for having a good time, but I think some of these people get into costume and they really take on a different persona. And sometimes it's a little bit odd because there's a part of them that I think that they completely lose, which I think would be great in some respects. But in some respects, I think... uh, you know, makes it a little eerie. That's the part I think that's eerie. Sometimes when it gets to the macabre, it gets very eerie. I agree with you. Yet, I have seen some unbelievable, over the years, exquisite costumes like Phantom of the Opera, and you would just think they went all out. And they're the most beautiful costumes, especially on Halloween night, just as people are walking around, and people from all over the world are taking pictures of them. And I myself have have dressed with groups in, you know, hoop skirts and and capes and costumes, and, and it's fun. It's actually fun when you do it. And like we said earlier, we met... Ashley and Adam, and they were dressed as what? Corella Deville and the puppy catcher and and two of the Dalmatians, right? Mm -hmm. So that was usually you find that, you know, groups, that's really fun. It's it's kind of the team mentality of what the costume is, and they travel together as a group. And yet, there was one person, there was one guy who was by himself dressed as Freddy Krueger. And that's when I sit back and I say, okay, you know, you still got to keep your wits about you. And, um, you know, I think sometimes people, you know, when you're out by yourself with a group and you're playing a whole thing, I totally get it. And here we are passing the entering Salem side. And now we're in Peabody. Peabody. And now we're in Peabody. And that concludes our Salem excursion. 
testing the energy and the space between. This has been a production of EI Publishing in association with EI Alliance. Listen to other episodes and visit eipublishing.com to find more energized podcasts and books. Find New Threads self-titled album New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, or at newthreads.us. Thank you for listening.